630 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 630 Chad. home for breaking news on your favorite team. This is Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins on 630 Chad. All right. Thanks for tuning in tonight. I have trivia and we have to give away as we've been giving away all week two tickets to a world junior game. The tournament at Rogers Place here in Edmonton from August 9th to 20th. So we got a pair of tickets to whoever can answer this question correctly live on the radio. So call in to 780-496-0063. Chris will put you on with me. We just had Curtis Lazar on the show, the former Edmonton Oil King. Which NHL team drafted Curtis Lazar 17th overall in 2013? So who drafted Curtis Lazar in the first round in 2013? 780-496-0063. Call in. Chris will put on. You do have to answer live on the air. I used to do this when I would say, call in. I'm going to ask you a trivia question. And then I would ask the question and go immediately to the first person on hold. And that person almost always got the question wrong or was caught off guard. And I thought, well, I'm too much of a jerk. It's okay being a little bit of a jerk, kids. Just don't be too much of a jerk. Actually, don't be a jerk at all, kids. 780-496-0063. We got football going on tonight. What's our latest score here? 9-7, Ottawa leading Winnipeg. That is at halftime. Tomorrow, Calgary at Hamilton, and then the Elks host Saskatchewan. The kickoff at 7.30 at Commonwealth Stadium. Our coverage on 6.30, Ched, will begin with the countdown to kickoff at 6. Hoping for a much better performance from the Elks there. Baseball tonight, it has uh, gotten out of control for the Blue Jays. Yankees with eight runs in the top of the fifth. It is still in the fifth inning, and the uh, Yankees lead the Blue Jays 10-1. They're out hitting the Blue Jays 12-1. Blue Jays now batting in the bottom of the fifth. But that's tough. Yankees are uh, The Yankees are uh, 47 and 16, already 10 games ahead of the second place Blue Jays. We're not even at the halfway point of the year. The U.S. Open, Joel Damon and Colin Morikawa tied for the lead. They're both five under. And uh, we'll talk a little bit more about the uh, ATB Classic that's going on at the Petroleum Club in a few minutes. Okay, we have some contestants. We will start with Sean. First of all, Sean, I appreciate that you are spending Friday night listening to Inside Sports. I'm encouraged. No problem. Uh, who drafted Curtis Lazar in 2013? That would be the Ottawa Senators. Though I, I feel like, Sean, this question might have been too easy. Yeah, yeah it was. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a good point. It was too, I thought Friday night I'd ask probably the easiest question of the week. Uh, are you an Oil yeah, Kings fan go. or follower? Yeah, yeah, been a fan. Did you make it out to any games this year? I did not, no. Or do you think you'll watch them on the Memorial Cup? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, okay. Sean, I appreciate you listening. That does mean a lot to me, and I'm glad you called in, and I'm glad you won a couple tickets to the World Juniors. I have to ask yeah, you to stay on the line because Chris, Chris is going to take down your info so we can tell you how you're going to get the tickets and all that fun great, stuff. Great, thank good? you. Yeah, right sounds on. great. Yeah, that's uh, pro- 
probably an easy one. We we had a couple earlier in the week where I think we had a wrong answer or two, but uh, all Oil King-themed questions throughout the week. So Curtis Lazar was drafted by the Ottawa Senators in 2013, played for Calgary, played for Buffalo, now with Boston, and he's going to be a uh, free agent next month. So uh, there you go. We will have, coming up, uh, in full disclosure here, this this gentleman didn't tee off till about 2.20 this afternoon. So uh, we'll do a break here in a couple minutes, and then we'll get to the interview I did earlier today with a golfer named Jacob Solomon. Now, he's from the Bay Area, so I, I imagine he's thrilled Golden State won the NBA last night. He went to play college golf at Auburn. He's uh, on the PGA Tour Canada. So here's his story to give you a a hint of what we're going to talk about. He comes to Edmonton for the tournament and his golf clubs do not arrive. Now, if you golf, you're probably fairly particular about your clubs and your equipment. Imagine doing it for a living. You probably want the uh, sticks that you're used to playing with. So he didn't have that luxury. He, He gets to Edmonton and his golf clubs don't. So the way, the reason I got, I found out about the story was his caddy, for this weekend is a gentleman named Sean May, who's one of the media relations crew for the Edmonton Oilers. So Sean said, he told me yesterday, I, I caddied for this guy and he didn't get his clubs. And then as a little bonus, Sean takes him and shows him downtown and takes him inside the Oilers dressing room and shows all the facilities. So that's what Jacob got to experience. And uh, I'm going to check how he's doing here in his round. And we'll get to, to that interview when we get back. Hi, this is Zach Cassian from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins on 6:30. Check. All right. Here's what uh, I can tell you about the uh, Edmonton Elks going into the game tomorrow. Mentioned this last night. Receiver Darrell Walker will not play. Kind of a hand finger injury. He's on the one game injured list. Caleb Hawley back with the team. He's going to start in Walker's place. Now, a bit of surprise here. Jake Ceresna, the defensive tackle, placed on the six-game injured list after being listed as a starter on the depth chart. He practiced all week. He did interviews with the media this morning, and then uh, he's placed on the injured list. So Canadian S.A. Murabur, uh, I hope I'm saying that right, uh, will start in Serezna's place. I've, Dave even put in a pronunciation for me. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, Mark Cordy, the old lineman, Linebacker Dion Lacey, receiver Jalen Marshall have been added to the one-game injured list. All of them played last week. Uh, seems to be a coach's decision for those guys. Tony Washington will play his first game in green and gold since 2016. He's going to be the left tackle. Sergio, Carst- uh, Sergio Castillo will handle field goals. American Matt Mangle will punt. He was recently in the camp of the Alouettes, played in both preseason games. He was at UCLA in the NCAA in all 11 changes to the roster after that loss to the BC Lions. So some uh, notes there for the green and gold going into the game tomorrow. Okay, he's uh, playing at the ATB Classic at the Petroleum Club. We welcome to Inside Sports golfer Jacob Solomon. Jacob, how you doing? I'm doing great, man. Thanks for having me. Well, thanks for hopping on. You have had quite a last day or two round one yesterday at the petroleum club but you had to adapt (laughs) can you tell us the story of the the tale of your golf clubs here (laughs) yeah absolutely so i mean basically the story starts down in wichita kansas i was playing the uh corn ferry monday qualifier trying to get through there and actually in the middle of my round i'm using my 
phone as like a compass to check the wind direction, right? And I see a missed call from Russell Bud, who's uh, the tour operations director. And so I texted him back. I said, hey, like, did, did I get into the event? Because I'm a conditional member on PGA Tour Canada. Said, yep, you're in the event. So got my dad on booking some flights and, uh, you know, made it work. Was able to get a flight out here to Edmonton Tuesday morning. Everything with my flights went smoothly, and uh, I'm waiting at the baggage claim. I get my clothes bag. Everything's good. Uh, waiting at the oversize for, you know, 10, 15 minutes, and nothing comes out. So this is Tuesday night, and I, you know, go into the baggage office, still nothing. So I'm like, well, I got to figure out, like, a backup plan to get some clubs to play with. And uh, thankfully, the head pro here at the Petroleum Club, Mr. Kyle, um, he uh, – he helped me out and hooked me up with a really nice set of titleists, which is what I play. So it's worked out great. Um, you know, super thankful that it worked out. Obviously, just still worried about my clubs. I, I did finally get the news that they somehow sent it to Toronto. And now the clubs are going to get here tonight, hopefully. And hopefully they're, fingers crossed, not damaged. So quite a wild week so far. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, I know you're relatively new to seeing parts of Canada. We often joke in the West that Toronto is the center of the universe and gets all the attention. So kind of ironic that they, they'd ship your clubs there instead of little old Edmonton, right? Uh, so how? Right, yeah. So so they were still title as clubs, but big adjustment, you, like little adjustment. T tell, tell people playing with a different set. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I practice every single day with this set that I've had for probably about a year and a half to two years. I mean, these are my tools, right? I mean, any profession, you've got your tools, and these are my tools. And so to play with, I mean, at least with the irons that I got hooked up with from the head pro, I mean, they are about as close as to what I play. So that's really nice. The biggest adjustment has definitely been the driver is a different shaft. The head is the same, but the shaft is, you know, completely different. And that just kind of throws off your feels a little bit. I mean, there's that. And then the wedges are also a, a different flex of wedge than I generally use. So, I mean, there's just a couple, you know, it makes it harder to kind of dial in your yardages, stuff that you're comfortable with, right? But uh, honestly, I played pretty good yesterday. It felt like I hit a lot of greens and reg and uh, was able to, you know, post a decent two under. So, just going to try to go out and play another solid round today. Okay, right on. And I, and I yeah. understand after your round, you, you got to experience a couple very Edmonton things. What, can you tell us what you did yeah. after your round was over? Yeah, so, I mean, I hit up Sean, and I'm like, you know, hey, man, if you want to take me over to where the Oilers play, I'd love to see it. And uh, he was nice enough to, you know, he gave me the, the pull-on tour, and, man, what a place. I mean, when we pulled up, I said, holy crap, like, this place looks brand new. He's like, yeah, it was, you know, six years ago, and it's uh, – so I got the full tour of the, the offices. I actually met the head coach, and that was really cool, too. And uh, so it was just an incredible day yesterday. Sean, you know, and we had we had dinner and a drink. So Sean's just a great guy. Super grateful to to meet him and have me shown, you know, showing him, have him show me around Edmonton. Yeah. So did you, did you know anything about, I assume you'd heard of the Oilers if you're a sports guy at all, yeah. but did you know anything about Edmonton besides that before you came up for the tournament? To be honest, no. Um, and my hockey knowledge is pretty bad, too. I'm more of a basketball guy. As you can see, I got my city hat on today because my Warriors just won the championship last night. So, But, uh, yeah, no, loving Edmonton so far. Got to, you know, see downtown last night. And uh, it's fun, man. So uh, great place. Grateful to be here.
Jacob Solomon joining us tonight on Inside Sports. He's uh, golfing in the ATB Classic at the Petroleum Club, telling you the story of how he had to borrow a set of clubs for, for round one. Uh, so, so did you grow up in California? That is where I grew up. I'm a proud Bay Area native. Okay. Um, grew up in the East Bay Area. I'm from Dublin, California, and then uh, played my college golf at Auburn University in Alabama, which is uh, where I live now. But, you know, roots still in the Bay Area, still got family out there. So, so what got you into golf? My parents, man. I mean, uh, without my parents, I wouldn't be here today for sure. Um, parents got me in to the game and, uh, you know, they would take me to the driving range when I was like three years old. So I've been playing for literally as long as I can remember. And, uh, you know, playing a couple other sports growing up, baseball, soccer, but golf was always my main passion and the one I was the best at. So decided to, you know, move on with it. And uh, I just love the game, man. Well, good for you. Now, how old are you now? I'm 25. Um, I graduated college three years ago now and 2019. So, yeah, I've been at it a little while and uh, first year having status on, on Canada. Um, so it's uh, been a really good experience so far getting to play these first two events. So how much of a grind is this? And it must come with a little bit of uncertainty, right? Because you were saying you were playing in another qualifier on Monday and then you're coming to Edmonton. I assume you, you try to get into PGA events as, as well. Correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, yeah, I yeah. mean, this is uh, you, you got to be ready to react and ready to grind it out, I guess. Basically, man, I mean, my life is totally nonstop from like February until October or November, really. I mean, and then I get a kind of a dead period, but like it is just go, 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 like travel here, drive here. You know, when I'm in the States, I'm generally driving 10 to 12 hours to go play a tournament in Texas or whatever it may be. And that's kind of how it's been the last couple of years. You know, Monday qualifiers, you don't get through, you play the mini tour event nearby, and it's just, it, it's a little not as glamorous, right? I mean, you think being a professional golfer is easy. If you want to, you know, try my life for a year, it's, uh, you'd see it's not as easy as everybody thinks. Yeah. So. Well, you seem like you're enjoying it. Let me, let me ask you this, because obviously it, it golf is a, it's a constant process, whether you're a pro like yourself or a, a 20 handicapper like me who plays a couple of times a week, right? It's always maintaining yeah. and trying to improve. What, 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 what part of your game to hit the next level do you feel you know you're really focusing on to shine up that one part of your game a bit so the thing is man everybody at this level is super good like talented so i mean the only way to really separate yourself i think is with your mental game i mean i think mental game at our level is um, probably the most important thing just your mindset like i want to come into every week thinking you know hey I, i'm showing up to win like tiger always said like Every time he teed it up, like he was there to win and he believed he could win. So like believing in yourself and then obviously course management, being smart on the golf course, choosing the right clubs, having big awareness, like all that stuff plays a, a really big role into, you know, being a great competitive golfer. But I think mental is what probably separates the, the top, top guys from guys who are struggling a little bit. Well, and you're part of an interesting generation of, of golfers because at, at age 25, you do not remember a time before Tiger Woods. Like, I, I'm old enough, obviously, to, to remember a time before Tiger Woods, but, like, he is golf, I think, to a lot of people your age. 100%. I mean, you know, and Tiger was a huge inspiration to all of us when I was growing up, and, you know, he was definitely my favorite player. 
um, still root for Tiger heavily, but, um, you know, I mean, there's, it's inspiring to see guys that I played against in school. I mean, I played against Sam Burns, Colin Morikawa, you know, all the big names that Scotty, I mean, it, it's crazy to see all these guys having the success that they are, but at the same time, it's really inspiring because I know I've competed against them and I know I can get to that level too. So, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, Hey, thanks for hopping on, especially uh, on a day in which you're playing. I wish yeah, you success. No and I also wish your clubs safety getting <laughs> back to you as well. Thanks very much, Reed. Yeah. Great talking to you, man. Enjoyed it. Thanks for having me. Okay, so that's Jacob Solomon. As I mentioned, we did that interview around 1.30 this afternoon because he was teeing off at 2.20, once again with the Borough Clubs. Uh, he had a, uh, well, he shot 72 today. So uh, one over for the round. He's, he's probably not going to make the cut, but still glad that Jacob uh, hopped on the show. Pretty cool story. Good to get to know him a little bit. Uh, I can tell you that Will Bateman, the Edmontonian, is sitting tied for fourth at the ATB Classic. He has uh, gone 65-67, 10 under through two rounds. The leader is American Ian Holt. He is 13 under par, so a pretty good positioning there for Will Bateman going into the weekend. A little more golf chat with Murray McCourt from the ranch when we get back. 6.30 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 6.30 Chad. For most of us, crime is something we see on the news. We never think it could happen to us until it does. Loved ones are gone, and for the survivors, the scars will never heal. I'm Nancy Hickst, a senior crime reporter for Global News. And on this season of Crime Beat, I'll take you inside some of the most serious crime stories I've covered. Season six of Crime Beat is available now on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and all podcast platforms.